everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's Minute 88, which begins with Denise saying, I really should have taken this one to the grave. Fall up boy. And moves on through, hmm? Fall out boy. Fall out boy, yes. I almost wrote in my notes, and Preston will take this to his. Mm-hmm. And then I have it going through Preston saying, maybe it was a hero's trial. Something to make me, uh... Right. And so we'll find out what it could be making him tomorrow. Right. So so Denise asks if he finally got to talk to Amanda. I felt like this part of the conversation is not how people talk. No, I agree. Like, she cut out weird words. So, so, did you? Amanda? Yeah. Like, I understand that what they're going for is she doesn't need to say, did you finally get a chance to ha- to give Amanda the letter? And if so, what did she say? I get that. All she had to say was, so? Right. But also, I feel like when they got to, when they first met up, why did they talk about her having sex with Kenny before they talked about his thing? Uh, because if she was in the cafe with Kenny, she would have come out and he would have been like, why are you having breakfast with Kenny That's Fisher? That's true. <laughs> That's very true. But see, I feel like all she had to say was, I don't, just don't, I'll tell you later. How, how did your thing go? I'm taking something to my grave, thank you. How was your thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it just seems weird that even if he was like, are you having breakfast with Kenny Fisher? Yeah. And she, that she would be like, yeah, we had sex last night. Yeah. If he's a good friend and he isn't, but if he was, <laughs> um, he would be like, wait, what? All right, my thing can wait. And she was like, wait, what? But then yeah. in this fiction we've created, this double fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he was like, I need to tell, I need to hear this story before anything else. And then she right. tells him the whole story. So Yeah, but I, I just, I feel like, like the, the way their relationship has been and that so far their entire interaction has been about Preston talking to Amanda. It seems really weird to me that A, Preston would have even noticed that she was having breakfast with Kenny. Right. But B, that she would have been like, yeah, so let me tell you how that came to be. Right. Instead of just being like, yeah, it's just, don't worry about it. Yeah. I just imagined a world where Preston and Denise met through some sort of thing he did to pursue Amanda. Like, she worked at the copy shop where he made copies of the letter or like some sort of mm-hmm. like their entire friendship is based on his pursuing Amanda for four years. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like she, she worked she... at the grocery store where he would go and just buy cases of strawberry pop tarts in hopes of Amanda noticing him eating a strawberry pop tart and saying, Hey, I too like that very same breakfast pastry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Earth Girl's like, I'll kill you. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. So then Preston f- falls into an existential crisis, basically. Yeah. Her, her asking him, so, Amanda? He shakes his head, puppy dog, no. Well, he, he she asks if he finally talked to her, and he nods, and she goes, and? And then he shakes his head with puppy dog Ethan Embry eyes. Yeah. And so then... She's like, wait, what? Oh, no, I'm so sorry. That sucks. 
she does a really good job of being like the sympathetic friend. Absolutely. And he and like he does a good job of doing the yes, I'm incredibly hurt right now. I've presumably wasted 4 years of my life and nothing to show for it, but it won't do to, you know, we can't dwell not on Rex Manning day. Wait. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's that's correct. Um but like we can't, you know, I have to put on a brave face because I don't want my goodbye to Denise to be like me whining about Amanda, even though I'm not sure why he would think that. Because if if I have my guess right, that's most of what their friendship was anyway. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But he, maybe he's more mature now. He's, you know, m- adult teen Preston. And he's like, no, this needs to be better. But he does that teen thing which I'm sure you know all too well from me, of I'm not hurt. It's just, it's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I just teen don't understand. No, it's fine. <laughs> like, oh. We were supposed to stop doing that when we weren't <laughs> teens anymore. Fair. Fair point. Yikes. Well, uh, yeah. no one told me, but <laughs> now I have the memo, and I feel like my interpersonal relationships are going to vastly improve going Your forward. Your spam folder is chock full of information. <laughs> 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 Turn down the settings <laughs> on that spam folder. <laughs> I will do that when we are done recording. Cool. Yeah. So then we sort of revisit the conversation that Preston has in this parking lot, which is about fate. Mm-hmm. And he says, maybe there isn't such a thing as fate. Maybe it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which had me for a second being like, do they curse in this movie? But yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. So I, I'm like, it, it was it was a weird thing because I'm like, huh, I guess it's like when it's funny because the, the examples I can think of right now are Linkin Park and Taylor Swift. Okay. When they first do their curse word song and you're like, oh, whoa, I don't think I've ever heard them say that before. That's how it felt when Preston said that. I'm like, do we do that? It's like, actually, what it's more like is when you're on a podcast, you're guesting on a podcast. Yeah. And you're like, it's a, wait, can we say curse words? That's what it's more like, was my experience of, do we say curses in this movie? So, and then Denise is going to be like, yeah, we do. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Denise is going to basically be what I always say when a guest asks that, which is, yeah, fucking say whatever you want. Mm Mm-hmm. But then he says, maybe it was a hero's trial. Yeah. And so now uh, sit back and relax as I tell you the only thing that I did research on uh, to any substantial amount this week. Cool. So a hero's... back and relax. Exactly. Aaron's going on break. So hero's trial is not a thing other than a Star Wars book title. Okay. Um, It's hero's journey, right? Hero's journey is what he meant. I'm assuming that the band Journey sued them uh, when they found out that their name was going to be in this. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hero's Journey is what he's referring to, which is a, a thing by this guy named Joseph Campbell uh, that mm-hmm. he outlined in The Hero with a Thousand Faces, where he's basically like all of one kind of story, like a, like a you know, where a, a kid goes off for adventure and then stuff happens and whatever throughout history is the same thing. And here are the 17 things that happen in this story. And you can see them in all sorts of examples. The example that's commonly used in our generation and in my experience is Star Wars. Yeah. George Lucas has specifically said, yep, that's where I got it from. 
So I wrote down the 17 things, but I don't want to read them anymore. They're okay. weird because you kind of have to be like, well, I'll, re- I'll read them real quick. Some of them you're like, I guess. Like there's one. Okay, so the call to adventure, refusal of the call, supernatural aid, the crossing of the first threshold. I can think of basically, I basically took Star Wars memory and was like, okay, yeah, I can think of a thing for all four of those. Then belly of the whale. I'm like, what? But I think that's sort of like you're in the, the you know, the beast's maw. Like yeah. you're in very much danger. Then the road of trials, the meeting with the goddess, woman as the temptress, atonement with the father, apotheosis, the ultimate boon, refusal of the return, the magic flight, rescue from without, the crossing of the return threshold, master of the two worlds, and freedom to live. So it's wild that Preston would be like, maybe it's this, because, like, uh, mm, no. Uh, that's a that's a big no, good buddy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can understand saying maybe it was a hero's trial when what he means is maybe it was a trial, you know, like in the hero's journey. Right. But what a weird reference to make, except, well, I was about to say, except that he's a writer. So referencing the hero's journey makes sense, but then he would know that that's not actually applicable. Right. I, I, I love, I, I, do you think he's mixing up Hero's Journey and Trial by Fire? Maybe. I bet that's what it is. Because Trial by Fire, you go through and you come out better. I think that's what has happened. I think if it's, if it's written intentionally as, yeah, he's an English major, but he's also a high school senior graduate. Right. So he's an English major use, trying to, you know, use the big words and the big concepts, but he's sort of just flopping around with them and mixing things up and whatever. Yeah. I kind of like that where he thinks he's smarter than he's actually performing. Yeah. Cause in a hero's journey, they don't necessarily come out a better person. They just come out on top. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Weird. And then there's, and then if you're interested listener, there's all sorts of criticism of it where it's like, yeah, this hero's journey is how you get dictators and tyrants. Well, so, uh, and then there's also um, the heroine's journey, which I think is either the application of this to female protagonists or a separate thing with female protagonists. Because the other <laughs> criticism of this is that it's like man-centric. Yeah. Um, and probably, I would assume, heteronormative and cis-normative and yeah. all sorts of... As normative as you can possibly get. Now, it's... It's an overarching millennia long, like, this is what all stories do. So, right. like, you're going you're gonna to be sort of centric in some ways, but. I love that you're like, it's either this or it's not this. It's, it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, or it's either this or not this or somewhere in between. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's, those that's, are the only uh, options <laughs> that make any sense. So I can't, basically, I saw it. And I read about what it was supposed to be, and I couldn't tell whether it was saying this is taking these these ideas and applying them more to women so that we can have, like, and it applies to women. It's not just right. a hero's journey. It can be a heroine's journey, whatever. Or, or, or if it was like, well, that's the hero's journey, but the heroine's journey is this other thing that doesn't have the meeting with the goddess and woman as the temptress and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So um, that's... 
pretty much all I have, yep, though. That's this is it one of those me. things where it's a conversation that takes like two and a half minutes. So it's a heavy minute. Also, it's a minute with a lot of sort of sighing. Yeah, there's a lot of nonverbal happening. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think we're good for social media. Let's do social media. Um, we have a Twitter for this podcast, which is at je underscore minute movies. And we also have uh, a Twitter for each of us individually. There's no way for me to ever say that in a not a, not a stumbly way. <laughs> we each also have individual Twitter handles. Mine is at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, which is a great network of podcasts, but it's also a great network of Twitch streaming. Yes, it is. You can watch all sorts of things like uh, Dream Daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, yeah, well, yes. No, what, day Dream, night, day Dream Daddy is finished, but you can still right. go back and watch it if you want to. Here's where my head was. I didn't actually witness the naming of Lars. Mm-hmm. But what I have to imagine is that Morgan said, crap, I hate coming up with last names. And smartass Aaron was C-R-A-P-I-H-A-T-E-C. Strike that, reverse it. Strike that, reverse it. Okay. <laughs> Morgan was asking me for, she was like, what's his name? And I was like, Lars. She's like, what's his last name? And I said, crap, I hate coming up with names. <laughs> and she literally typed that in until she ran out of characters. Good. And good. that is how Lars's that, last name became Crapahatic. That is good because if I want to put myself in the uh, position of the person on the show, as I do with all shows, mm-hmm. then that is what I would have done as well. So good. Yep. It's um, like you know I, us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Weird. So I saw his Twitter handle earlier and so i had it in my head that i I should go back and and watch more of that than i did but that is date night with you and morgan yes that's a very charming and wholesome game oh good that's good mostly wholesome it got horny a couple of times right like not just us but like the game got okay like there's at least one route where we were like okay then oh that happened with war with the evil power master too oh good oh Everyone is sort of oozing and moaning. Welp. <laughs> Bristling and shivering. Anyways. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fun. So, not awkward at all. Not awkward at all. Not awkward unless we make it awkward. Um, and you did, didn't podcasting. you? Podcasting. <laughs> 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 so that happens every Saturday at 8.30? Yep. 8.30 Eastern. 8.30 Eastern. And then there's a Last of Us stream, I believe, every other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. So the Wednesdays that I am not editing this show. Uh-huh. Um, so th- when this show is dropping a um, six through ten episode, yep. then mm-hmm. there is a Last of Us stream. Nice. So if the episode That's... that has dropped is has an eight as yeah. the last digit... Then you can catch The Last of Us at 8.30 Eastern on the Twitch channel. It's not too late. Mm-hmm. It's not too twi- late. Right. 30. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and that is at twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. <laughs> oh, we're tired. <laughs> we are tired. Um, all right. That's going to do it for today. It is Wednesday, my dudes, and 
time is flying by. Actually, let me just say, it is so weird to record five episodes of a podcast in like, you know, under four hours, probably. Yep. And and I'm just hedging bets, but have them be five days that will happen in about four weeks or three or four weeks. Yes. (laughs) Which is so strange. As I, and actually, as you were talking just now, I was like, oh, this is episode 88, which means there's a last of us stream tonight. Nice. Tonight when this airs, not tonight when we're recording. If it was tonight when we're we're recording, I just missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle and Tracy are probably texting me. Aaron, where are you? I do have a Facebook message from Tracy, so I'm not sure. It's not, (laughs) probably not, James, where is Aaron? We're supposed to be recording The Last of Us right now. Uh, I'm worried that it was like, James, are you ready to record our Wham Juice thing? And I said Thursday, and she wrote down Tuesday or something. Oh, dear. But I'm not going to check that until we're done recording, because, as you know, Aaron, time is honeys. Go hot dogs! The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.